This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, I'm Chris Fafalius, and I'm the producer of Chris Makes a Podcast and the host of the One Hit Thunder Podcast. And I'm Matt Kelly, host of Horror Movie Night and the producer slash the head of content for the Geekscape Podcasting Network. Between the two of us, we have, believe it or not, 25 years of podcasting experience, and we want to help you start your own podcast. We know podcasting, and we want to share that knowledge with you. So whether you're new to podcasting or you want some feedback on your currently active podcast, we want to help. Or perhaps you're just overwhelmed with all of the editing work. Well, we can help you with that also. You can check out our website at weknowpodcasting.com for more information. We're excited to help your podcasting dreams become a reality. Today. Okay, Hi. so Carolina, hello. Hi. Thanks for coming same on. Same girl, same. No problem. <laughs> What's up? Are we in Jersey? Are we all in Jersey right now? PA. We're in PA. Right outside oh, of PA. What's what? I'm from Jersey originally. Uh, oh, right okay. Now. And you're in Carol. Car- Carol. <laughs> California now. California. Yes. Yes. Nice. So you went totally across the United States. Oh, she did. She did the big trek. <laughs> what did you, you move over there for? To finish my bachelor's degree in musical theater. Nice. I am not doing that anymore. <laughs> but I am in film. So, yeah, and we have a podcast on independent filmmaking. So yep. it's real fun. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So you just made the move to Geekscape? Is that true? Tessa did the grueling work of uploading all of our past seasons and episodes. I, yeah, so it. it's all there now. <laughs> okay. So- yeah, keep keep scrolling to get you get the most latest and greatest, probably better sounding Carolina and Tessa versions. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's always experimental when you first start podcasting. Yep. And then I think you find your groove. And I'm so scared when people are like, yes, we're listening to season one. We're getting all these great info. And I'm like, are you? Like, <laughs> Sound good? Like I feel the same way, good? right? So like I'm always like, oh god, but there's some good stuff there. So we we like you know we put it up, we keep it up. Yeah, <laughs> own it. With this, I don't think that way. Only because you're a pro at podcasting, Matt. Whereas Binge Town, I went and listened to our first hundred pod ep the other day, and I was like, it had that weird echo because our gain was fucked up. Like the content's not bad, but the gain, it's like we're a little off. We don't have our full groove yet. But yeah, the echo, I'm like, God damn it! If anyone yeah. goes back to the beginning to listen to the first episode, it's like that's not the best representation. All right, this is. I have so many fucking questions. This Me was too. crazy for Me us too. to watch. The, oh, first of all, I thought it was the series finale, but there is a season three of Succession, by the way. We're talking yeah, about we're talking Succession. Succession. Yes. 
There's wait, is the season the season three isn't out yet though? No, no. but I thought I thought I thought Matt had said it was a series finale, so I was like, "Oh shit!" And then I when I saw it was only, did. I think he did say. And series then when finale. I saw there was only two seasons, I'm like, "There's no way the show got canceled this early." I've been hearing such good things about it. So tell us, okay, tell us one what the show's about. Give us a little gist, and then two, why you chose this specific episode? Sure, absolutely. So Succession, I have my notes out. So it is based on the Roy family. They are the biggest. They own the biggest media and entertainment company in the entire world. So they're getting the big bucks. They're loaded. They live in New York, so it's all New England kind of stage for the most part until they're internationally traveling like all the time like literally when the family needs a little break they're on a yacht in italy like chilling so they are rich as fuck and it kind of all goes the whole drama occurs when the father decides to step down from his ceo position and that leaves room for one of the family members to step up to his plate so that's where the drama begins. That's when you really see everyone's true colors and just the dynamics between everyone. And I just feel like specifically with his one son, Kendall, you really see his character's arc throughout the entire two seasons. Um, He kind of transforms in a big way. And I thought they just did an amazing job having you love him, hate him, get mad at him. Yeah, just like, what are you doing to the point where that that last episode captures it all. So the, the last episode of season two, that's episode 10. So that very last moment is fucking everything. It really um, is. So I don't know if you, I don't know, like, do we want to get into like, the, the whole details is this a spoiler alert no you can, i mean you episode. can get into the whole thing i was texting kathleen and matt like the first half hour and i'm like i have no fucking idea what's happening like i am so confused <laughs> and then the second half i was like oh i'm like really getting into this so like obviously we'll get we'll get to this but like i was really invested even though it was only like five minutes in siobhan and tom's relationship yeah like i was oh like tell me fucking more i need more of this so i wish this whole episode was about these two like what the fuck yeah, it was is like going very on? sexy information for one yes. episode like, like, okay. like one scene it's like oh possible threesome okay and then the next is like i don't really know if i want to be with you and i'm just like what <laughs> you know episode about these two. Oh my so, god so yeah the 100%. second half i thought was incredible and i think also like for someone like you who watched the entire series like the whole episode is probably incredible for you the first half because i've never seen the show i'm like i i i think this is just about like rich people and i want to get on that yacht really bad but like besides that i have no clue what's happening so you can completely spoil anything season one season two because i mean yeah at this point we watched the last episode and most of the people that probably listen to this episode of our podcast have seen the show yeah so i listened to this to this podcast called too long didn't watch which is a rolling stone podcast and it's this guy and he brings on celebrities okay so basically what they do is they watch the first episode of a of a very well-established finished series and the last so game of thrones gossip girl oh it was john ham did gossip girl was one of them <laughs> so it's a really interesting way to like they've never seen this like juggernaut show that like took over and it's like th- there's no time it's too long I'm not, i didn't watch i'm not gonna watch so they watch the pilot and the series finale and at the end he always goes 
was that like a good way to watch the show? And they're always like, no, <laughs> no. But I did that for this. Well, I almost finished the pilot last night. I fell asleep during it. Not that doesn't have anything to do with how well the pilot was. I was just fucking tired. <laughs> but it's interesting what you said about Kendall, because I really did see a huge difference. And and really what I wanted was just to become familiar with the characters and like see at least where they started. And he starts off like being such a douchebag in that first pilot episode. So, I mean, I c- carried that those thoughts about him into this episode but he was pretty like well behaved and like taking everything in stride and he was not- very very docile in the the start of the last and there's a lot that happens why he's like that yeah very submissive like life-changing moment yeah very submissive docile i'm just gonna take it yes father totally yeah and it's kind like- of freaky though like it is. Lot. He yeah. like really loses himself in this series which is it's you just like it, it was he acted that so well it was so cool to see him just then like to up to that moment be the fucking killer like his dad yeah. and like go that was so i you. can't wait to deep dive and into i love i love the subtle smile of his father at yes the, end, the mm-hmm. very end you're just like oh i'm proud of my boy <laughs> he fucked me over i'm going to jail but i'm proud of him. yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait like, so was that what was gonna happen they were gonna go to jail he literally hit Logan. The father was going to send Kendall as a sacrifice for their company's fuck up because they on the cruise ship, one of the execs was acting inappropriately to a female staff and she member and she complained. They hid that complaint. That's why Greg at the very end comes in with the file complaint folder like a file if you remember at the court right session yeah. or press session he mm-hmm. has the file because he never you learned back in the second episode of the entire thing that that like <laughs> i actually really love greg's storyline too they all have really fun storylines because greg's just like this innocent goofball who's like yes. seeing all this crazy fucking shit go yep. down with the family yep. and he's like just a loser yeah. <laughs> like, he just like but it's such a, but he's trying he's trying to like right. become like somebody's somebody something right because he has like he, the then he just ends up going back if he doesn't then he has to go back home and be a loser so he's just like no like i want in i want to figure it out but it's so interesting that i love that he doesn't actually lose himself in that whole thing you notice oh greg actually stays true to him <laughs> wanting to just be a genuine nice guy and do the right thing so he does help kendall at the end because he has this file that states the claim so logan was aware there was a complaint because it was made and that's why kendall said like my father is too good of course he knows everything that's happening mm-hmm. in the company like that that would i love that he played it up like that I'm like of course he knows everything about everything everyone so yeah, there's no way he didn't see this. And so, yeah, basically, we're going to offer Kendall, though, as the sacrifice. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was one of those things where it was like they have to step down from the company. They might do some legal action, but he won't actually go to jail because they're bajillionaires. So they'll get their they'll get their way out of it somehow. But yeah. I didn't realize that he's actually going to go to jail. That even raised the stakes like. Right. Well, again, they you're you're absolutely right. It wasn't like a hardcore like right. you're going to get thrown in jail. But they were like, no, like that's essentially what will happen because we have a price to pay. That means like someone has to go to jail for this, like a Harvey Weinstein kind of situation. Like someone needs to go to jail for, for this kind of thing. So like, yeah, that was pretty much the underlying sentencing, which is why everyone that entire last episode is like just a chess game. Like how fucked up was it when they were like sitting at the, and you know, everyone's secrets at this point, like all the little affairs or all the little, like what everyone really wants. Like, 
and how they're like kind of playing it like, oh, so you don't know this because you didn't watch the whole thing. But Roy, who is Mr. Kieran Culkin. Yep. Love him. That's why he looks familiar. Oh, my God. Love him. The Culkin brothers are some talented motherfuckers. Every time he was on the screen, I was like, I just see him and his, obviously him and like his Mm -hmm. brother look so much alike that I'm like, but he's a great character. Immediately, I was like. The Dr. Pepper kid or the Pepsi kid who wets the bed from Home Alone. Like, yep. yeah, there it is. There yep. he is. And he fucking kills it too. Yeah, he's he's such a little prick the, yeah. whole, the whole season. But he has like this thing with Jerry, which is she's like also like a high exec. I don't want to call her a secretary. She definitely has a better position there but she was like the older woman okay. and they have like a thing and it's really funny so he protects her because someone at one point was like oh like what about jerry like she has every like yes. and that's why he's like he steps up and he's like no jerry would not make sense and all of that and and it just they're actually it's really cute in a weird way yeah. like all, <laughs> a lot of this is like very like oh that's fun but this is also very strange yeah i like i like that i like weird kind of yeah, I feel like since we didn't watch, like we were that. missing a lot of the like cheeky interactions yeah. that were happening. But honestly, I was catching a lot of them, too. And I was like proud of myself. Like, this would be so much better if I actually watched this damn show. Yeah, I kind of I mean, even though we watched like the last episode and like you said, like we're going to obviously spoil stuff. Like, I think I might still watch it, especially because there's going to be a season three Two anyway. Seasons? So it's not. Yeah, we'll get through that real quick. Yeah. Yeah, because like I think my confusion so much in the first half is really just them going back and forth of like who's going to be the person that gets thrown under the bus and takes the heat so like for me i'm like takes the heat for what what is happening yeah we were missing what (laughs) yeah like what is the what is the issue here Mm -hmm. but then the second half is like where they get into other things that happened i guess like throughout the series like i'm assuming you learn more about siobhan and tom throughout season one and season two yeah Tom's so, like, a pussy all the way in the pilot. She is not nice to to Tom. And so like. Yeah. But she I mean, she begs that he doesn't get he's not the person that gets thrown, which I guess is like her one good thing to Tom. I yeah. mean, her at that table when they first threw Tom out there and they're like, it's a really nice guy, but it's obviously Tom. <laughs> and she's just like, yep. Totally. Yeah, I know. Like, like it's just like, oh, sla-. like that was that was like his last straw with her, I think. Yeah. He's like. Are you serious? Like, yeah. <laughs> question. When, when, but it was funny. <laughs> when the series starts, are they married? Because in this episode, they yep. drop, like, at our wedding night, you asked for an open marriage. Is that something we already knew? They get engaged and then married throughout this. It happens okay. pretty quickly, too, in the first season. I want to say, like, you see Tom's, like, kind of desperation for her and meanwhile she's having an affair Mm. there's just like and he also figures that around out like around the wedding because greg again being the honest man he is sees some sketch stuff and is Mm. like yo tom i think your girl is not being you know yeah she's she's fucking around so i just think though they're so funny because you can see like you're i almost at time i'm like siobhan i love in a way she's still likable because she's kind of like that person, you're like, fuck, you're like really schemy and it's like yeah. fun to watch mm-hmm. and because you are smart, but you're also like not a great like partner <laughs> if yeah. you like care about that things, those <laughs> things. So it was just interesting though, like 
because Tom isn't, he's very like, he's not the brightest bulb in the room. You're like, why does she like him though? And maybe it's just like, kind of like he is overall a good guy and maybe can just take her flaws. And, and maybe like, I would be curious if you got ladies watched it. Like, why do you think she even is like super, you he, she's into him and she has him around when they don't seem like at the same no, they don't it, seem you know. on the same level at all. Yeah, no. I couldn't be able to. An- I couldn't analyze her yet. She seems like a very complex human, but it could just be like a sense of comfort and the fact that he wants to now bounce. She's like, oh fuck, because she's been. It seems like she's been using him as like a whipping boy for yeah. forever. But now that yeah. he wants to leave, like she actually does love him, but she's just been taking him for granted probably for so long. But yeah, yeah, and that's goofy. maybe where in season three be cool to see like where does that dynamic go does he eventually stick around or leaves or what happens because i think eventually i think tom saw them as like a power couple coming mm-hmm. through the ranks and meanwhile shiv was like no like i want to take over the company and she has nothing to do with the company yeah. <laughs> like she doesn't work at all in the company it is the family business right but it's it's she she's not involved but when this opportunity arises she too comes at for the position and she gets close like she, there's like moments where she like that's the thing the dad fucks with them so hard it is unbelievable the entire time he's just like playing mind games with all the siblings so there's actually let's see there's yeah please do the siblings because i i wrote that down i want it, what are the dynamics between the siblings and the dad and also where did that woman go from the pilot there's a scene where kendall's like flipping out being like that oh. fucking bitch like we're not getting like because he says that he's gonna give her the her two two votes or something and, and then kendall right has freak his out. his wife his second or third wife one of them yeah she (laughs) he ends up having an affair with someone he ends up doing a business deal Mm. with to potentially take over the company and so they get really close and then he starts his wife was accepting of it at first because she just she's just kind of like i know where my position is in this whole grand scheme and as long as he doesn't outright disrespect me in any way i don't care like if he's fucking other people but i think it it, it hit (laughs) very interesting classic but it hit a point i think where he just like made her embarrassed her almost or made her really look bad where she was like nope i'm done like and i can't remember i'd have to rewatch it again if they actually split ways but i don't think so so she might be still around she's just like mad at him mm. um, okay we have to reassess that but the okay the siblings yeah so i want to start with the oldest the oldest one connor yeah it's probably connor connor, connor. Yeah. yeah connor connor isn't like really that relevant of a character he's the oldest one who like went off and did his own thing he's just loaded because his dad's loaded so yeah. he's always just doing some random bullshit thing that doesn't make him money and so he goes from funding this 20 something year old Broadway play, which that's yes. what you saw in the boat scene. Yeah. And it's just because it's just a constant flop. And he's always like, it's just really funny because everyone knows like she's just like sleeping with him to yeah. have the money to fund the play. And like, every, I, I feel kind of bad, but everyone's just like, so the whore here is in the house now. Like, <laughs> hello. They're not nice to her, but they are, but they're just very like, we know why you're here like this is whatever but that's so funny for connor to really take their relationship like seriously yeah (laughs) and be like no dad i need more money for the press 100 mil cool i'm 100 mil i know and the one the one note that i 
took for like that scene just said like to be rich enough to just throw an iPad overboard and like have zero reaction. (laughs) Oh my god, that flip out moment was so perfect. It was perfect. (laughs) Yeah, so dramatic. It was so dramatic, and I fucking loved it. I was like, this is the epitome of your relationship. Yes. Right and that's what it I was trying to figure down. out. Like you explained it perfectly of just like what there's because I was like, is that his wife? Is that his girlfriend? Because you can tell she is like clearly a lot younger than him. <laughs> like, is it a sister? Like, who who is this person? Yeah. Also, when you're going through the siblings, just yes or no question. Does the dad love them? <laughs> because I'm unsure. It, it, like, I could tell he's obviously playing games with them. But it's also the other thing where I feel like they're using him him because they're they're like what you're retiring who you picking is it me like yeah it's like chill could you imagine exactly once you yeah. mix business and like and money, family, and money oh my god oh. so like the moment where connor kind of gives himself up like i'll do it or something and they're just like no, no honey <laughs> no thank you but no yeah no because he he's useless he mm. literally wasn't a part of the company that's like that was one of the main things is like if you weren't really involved with the company you're not a good enough blood sacrifice i love how they kept like referring (laughs) to like that you're Mm -hmm. not a good enough blood sacrifice because you really weren't involved with any of the dealings like it doesn't make sense right so they were like you're you're unfortunately you're not that important yeah you're cute but no (laughs) you're cute but no like he obviously would be ideally the best candidate because he is useless to the company in the large sense but it's like not good enough for you know the public's point of view so it's just funny like the dad if yeah going through them with connor i just don't think he really cares he's just like as long as he's not making me look bad like he was also another adventure was him campaigning for a seat in the office. I can't remember what poli- just something political. He I don't think he was trying to be mayor. I think he was trying to be like higher position. Like I don't know in the Senate or something. Sorry, can't I'm totally big, butchering. But that. a big flop on his part didn't didn't yeah. go through. The dad was just like stop campaigning. Oh, you yeah. look like an idiot. You <laughs> don't know what you're talking about. That's why he was like that deal. So the dad is just all like, okay, I'll I'll throw some money at the press or something, but you have to stop the campaign. Yeah. Like we okay. just need to so I don't think the dad really cares at all about Connor, just as long as he's not giving him a headache and spending too much of his money. Yeah. You know, like right. that's Connor's pretty relevant character. Just mm-hmm. funny when he comes in. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that I think the second oldest then is Kendall. And Kendall kind of starts out as the favorite because he's someone who has really like has a high seat in the company, has really helped secure funding and like you see him struggling in the beginning but (laughs) he's like he's doing a lot he's actually present he actually cares he gives himself to the company and he wants to do well and show his father that hey i'm really doing things and he really wants that seat and when you start out watching the season you're like yeah it's no brainer kendall should get it but then you have roy just under him Shiv might be actually either they're closer in age roy i think is definitely the youngest is that mccalkin yes exactly yeah so he you see him too right from the start being the total opposite of kendall just like masturbating in the office and not giving a shit (laughs) like literally that's what we see and like just being there to you know he he has a seat and he disgustingly uses his power just to use it but doesn't do anything for the company that's roy you're talking about right right so so it's oh roman 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 okay yes okay so i said roy roman yeah 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 so 
Roman and Kendall, it seems like, obviously, Roman's the younger brother, but to me, it was like, Roman's probably just as smart as Kendall, but since he was the younger brother, he could just fuck off all the time, and Kendall had to be, like, (laughs) the kind of the heir because Connor was just kind of irrelevant, so, like, he was, like, the oldest son and had to, it's just, like, the fucking hierarchy of all siblings. Like, the oldest has to be, like, prim and proper, and then the younger siblings just absolutely fucks around, even though... He's probably just as smart and like he's like we saw he got appointed the fucking COO spot. So it's like right. it, it, I love that. And I loved them from the pilot. Just that Kieran Culkin is the only thing I knew about the show leading into it. I'm obsessed with all of them. Like yeah. Rory, Rory Culkin is from Scream. Yeah. But yeah, go on. Go on with the with the siblings. Yeah. Their relation. No, you're everything you just analyzed about Roman is definitely true. Like you see that he isn't actually that dimwitted. It just takes him that transition of, wait, I can have power. Okay. I'm now going to put on my big boy pants and show them who's boss. And like what I think the dad does. Okay. So then the dad leans into that and then Shiv comes along again, nothing to do with it, but she's like, I'm fucking smarter than these guys. Like (laughs) fucking a, give me the seat. I'll run it, dad. And she's like, dad, like, come on. Like, I'm your girl. I'm your princess. But she doesn't say it like that. But she's kind of like, I'm the one. Like, I know what to, like, I, I know how to handle this, even though she's not done anything with the company. So, <laughs> she's like, I got this. So when she's she tosses bright. her she's hat in the ring, it does he take that seriously? Is that like a serious offer that he would consider? Or no? Mm, no. Okay. No. Classic. No. Again. So she, she, it was always, again, yeah. She's like, I'll, t- you know, toss herself to, to do the honorable thing. But really, like, it would make more sense if um, Tom was put in the ringer over her because he actually, Tom was overseeing that division, I think, with Kendall. So that's why they both were really in the hot seat for that. Tom probably has my favorite quote of the whole episode fucking gutted me the sad i'd be without you would be less than the sad i am when i'm with that have when i'm with you i butchered that but holy fuck that is a that is a deep ass line for the show Mm. i was like they they cut deep i know there's like some really good moments and like so i think what ends up you start to notice too and you get really frustrated is like amongst those siblings like i think he had a sweeter spot for kendall because kendall was like running everything But at the same time, not because he never he always tempts him with the position and then pulls back. And I think the reason the pullback happened is he's like thinking like this boy's too soft the whole time. Like he's just too soft. I love him to death, but he's too soft. He can't do it. And so that's why when, you know, Roy starts coming at it, I think he liked their aggressive assertiveness to kind Mm -hmm. of bring the others down in a fucked up way. And that's what you're watching the whole time. This fucked up dynamic of, you know, that inside family circle, like you're really gonna, you know, Kendall should obviously get the position like guys, but it's this, this, this power dynamic. The dad kind of gets off on that and not like a sexual way, just like this is respect for me. Like I respect you more. And so I think it gets to that. That's why he I think that's his whole dilemma. The entire two seasons is I don't think anyone has the guts to like really be an asshole and fuck someone over that you care about for business deals or for whatever. Like that's what in I think in his mind, being that kind of killer, that's the attribute you need to be 
the head of this kind of company in his eyes. And so I think that's why he's like kind of always like going back and forth because he does it with literally every sibling. I mean, except for freaking Connor. Oh, Connor, I should write your name down. (laughs) So do you think that Logan was basically setting up the situation because Logan offers himself up, right? At the he says, "I I'll take the fall. It's got to be me. It's my company, right? I'm at the top, whatever." And then he has that conversation with Kendall, right. basically being like, "You're not a killer." Do you think that was like, "Here's your chance. Be a fucking killer. The sink or swim," or or he was not expecting it? He was hundred percent not expecting Damn. it. Damn. Okay. Yeah. yeah so that makes it even more iconic. Not. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Yep. That's no. Awesome. That's why the whole I like I get an adrenaline rush like watching even rewatching it. Um, me and my boyfriend sat down and rewatched it together before we got on, and I totally still like got such an adrenaline rush because he does not see it coming. Yeah. And you're just like, oh shit, oh shit. It's so. That's why it's so good because. There's a moment throughout, I think it's season two after the wedding, like you notice at season one, Kendall has issues with drug use Mm. and alcohol use. And um, it really gets bad because the dad takes away the position. All of a sudden it says, I'm not stepping down and all and he does it in a very not cute way. It's not cute. It really hurts Kendall. Um, So he he goes back to to his drinking and drug use and like it gets it gets so out of hand that. There's a really bad accident. I don't want to spoil everything, but and can't remember exactly perfectly, but someone dies Ooh, and shit. the dad covers it. Damn. Kendall is indebted back to his dad. That's another. That's when he becomes very yeah. docile and very just like, okay, dad, whatever you want. Like yeah. you notice that in the very beginning too of the, the last season, he's like, okay, dad, he's no longer that asshole prick kind of guy douchebag that you see at season one. Yeah. So that's the whole journey there. He get he gets really fucked up and then he becomes the most like lifeless character where you're like, what is wrong with you, Kendall? Stop taking everything in the ass. But yeah. he's just not there anymore. And he's just dealing with this guilt and grief because he is a good guy at mm. the deep down. He's not like some asshole that can kill someone and be like, okay, cool. And it's an accident. Like he's not a murderer. Yeah. But he feels, you know, as it is, it is his fault ultimately. And it's like a crazy car accident. I think at the end, that's why you just you don't see it coming at all. Because for so long in season two, he's like that. And you just want to go crazy. Mm-hmm. You're like, Kendall, you're so depressing. Yeah. yeah, he was. He was pretty like deadpan this entire episode. Like no emotion, just going through. You get a little bit spark. And that's and that's another key indicator with the girl. Because she starts to spark back some of his like life because he lost his last girlfriend because of the business and everything, like working those crazy hours. He, he already lost his first love because he wanted to marry her, like actually, you know, settled down with this woman. And she was like, nope. So that was a loss. Right. And then he loses like everything. And then finally he finds someone else that he really connects with. And it's like almost that when his dad was like, "Uh, I don't know about her. He's like, is he going to like lose another person he loves because of the company and again, lose himself in all of this? I think those are questions that I think arise and that last like 10 minutes Mm -hmm. of him, like considering everything. I think that happened all in that one conversation when he had it with his father with about him taking the blame and also this chick, you know? And I think that must have, hit a nerve too like mm-hmm. oh like dad like she's good like 
she totally gets the whole family dynamic and what we're about. And she's not going to do something stupid. But I think he was just like starting to get a little fed up. And I know I'm, I wish I could remember the exact line. There was probably something else I think triggering like underneath that if you were like, Ooh, but it, I think it was the killer line literally yeah. when his dad last said like, you're not a killer. You need to be a, you're not a killer. Mm-hmm. And then Kendall's like, okay. Yeah, he and took then, it in stride, you know, baby, and he and he flipped it. He's like, I'll show he you. He flipped it, it, baby. Yes. <laughs> also, I just love that there's a Carolina reporter character person. So there's a girl that has my name. So it's cute. I love that. Yeah. So I love to be featured yeah. <laughs> in the whole season. This is your guest appearance on yeah. this episode. My guest appearance. Exactly, guys. <laughs> totally. That's me. Absolutely. So I really enjoyed the scene with Siobhan. Um, Kieran Culkin's character, which I keep forgetting his Roman. name, Roman and Kendall, when they're kind of just shitting on each other and making, they're really making fun of Roman, just being like, "Ooh, what you do?" Like yeah. whatever. So where <laughs> was Roman coming from? Was he like held captive? Yes. So, yeah, because I ransom? was confused for that like whole thing too. I mean, I told you guys I was like, confused the whole. First to me, hour, it was like he hour. was being held for ransom and also doing a business deal at the same time. Yeah, no, no, that's exactly it. Like not ransom, but right. I think they were in Turkey or something and they were trying to yeah, secure more funding like privately is what I remember. They were saying, yeah, they wanted to do if they could secure a large private investor fund. I'm so smart with all of this. <laughs> but like get get it to stay private then they wouldn't publicly have to announce anything because then they got all the funds they need to carry on business, right? We don't need to even address, but if they have to keep their company public then that's where they were going to be fucked over still and have to do a blood sacrifice so that's why they were so trying to secure that private funding and even in the 10th episode you probably were confused by this too kendall goes back to an old business partner slash friend with the dad on the if you remember they go on a boat ride real quick yeah they that guy fucks um, Kendall over in the first season and it's just like again like Kendall's not a killer so he gets fucked over by people mm. that are you know friends or whatever he's like we had a fucking deal what happened and you know business is business I don't care so it's just circling back yes yeah, so Roman's in Turkey and they're <laughs> like ready to meet who the investors and all of a sudden the place gets shut down gunmen come in like everyone's armed with these giant machine guns and like they're fucking scared and i don't really know what the whole ordeal or purpose of that but it was a very scary moment for all of them because they didn't know if they were going to be held at gunpoint to like make a deal Mm. or you know, like, no, we need the contract to say that. Like, I don't know if that was their whole scare tactic, too. And I'm probably missing something out of that. But basically, yeah, they yeah, end that's up. That's good. That, I just did. I know. had no idea where he was coming from. I'm like, this man yeah. has been through something. <laughs> he was. It was it was a scary moment for for him and Frank and the other the other old chap who is the partner. I just love that they just, he just loves shitting on like Frank and the other guy too, the older partners. They're like, yeah, just throw, throw Frank in. Like, who cares? <laughs> and Frank's like, yeah, fuck off. Thank you. Well, those conversations at that table were so good. I yeah. was so invested at that point. First of all, the show, even though I saw half the pilot, so I guess I had seen it before technically, but it felt familiar and it was visually pleasing. Like I felt invested, like I was familiar with the characters, even though I have no idea what was going on. So they do a very good job. And second of all, I just wanted to bring up, 
At first, I was like, is this a documentary style? Because they do that zoom in. Yeah. I noticed that the first time. Yeah. At first, I did not like it for a second. And then I was like, oh, this is kind of like a cleaner version of The Office. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Except it's it's dramedy, like yep. not just comedy. And it actually started to really work because there are those comedic zoom shots in the dramatic shots where you're like, oh, shit. OK, yeah. <laughs> like I get it. I see that look. And I'm like, I yeah, get it. they don't ever have talking heads, right? Like, no cut to the. No. OK, good. Good. <laughs> All right. But also, can we just say like another reason why I love the show? The fucking soundtrack, that opening track. What do you call it? The the credit the opening title. The, the, yeah, the theme. Yeah. The theme song. Yeah. Theme song. Oh, mm-hmm. I love the piano with the uh, not pop, but like a uh, rap beat, whatever you want to call it, underneath. Mm-hmm. So fucking good. I'm like, uh, it's just everything. You gotta have a good theme. Oh, I do want to talk about. I want to talk about Greg really quick, only because I just oh, thought I he was Greg. so good. So for backstory for for Joel in the pilot episode. Greg is like elsewhere. His storyline is that he is getting trained. So Roy Co or whatever is like in hospitality. There's like theme parks and shit. So you see him get really high and then he goes into a training and then he puts on like like a costume to be to walk around the parks. Right. And then some kids are like beating him up almost and he yaks in the in the head (laughs) of this costume Uh. and he gets fired and his mom who is Logan's niece, I guess, is like, yeah. did you th- even think to tell them who you are? Because he's like a, a Roy the, yeah, or whatever. Family, yeah. And so he, it's Logan in the pilot. It's Logan's birthday. So that she sends him there. And so that's all I knew because I only watched half the pilot. So then I turn on season two, episode 10, and it's like previously on. And he's like all done up in a suit with his hair done. And he's on t- doing a testimony. I'm like, Wait a second. There's no way he's a human. And then he's the goofiest when it opens. It's so funny. And I loved when he just kept being like, I should have like had a tagline, like, no woman, no cry. Yeah. No woman, no cry. <laughs> lie. He just was always like, I object. Or like, he was trying to be so proper about like the legal way to say something like incredible you know it it was so amazing that court scene with him was everything but no woman no cry yes that was the best part he's like i wish i said that yeah they're like no you're you're fine (laughs) it's okay I know. I think I Logan I him from he... like Disney, by the way, the actor. Like, I had a huge yeah, crush on him looked, when I was what's like he 16. From? What's he from? I, I try to look it up and uh, I don't even friends. remember the show because Nicholas Braun is the character, y'all, oh, in case any of you wait, are. Yeah. It oh, is. Ca- Perks of a Wallflower. Oh, yes. Wait a yeah. second. He was in Perks of Being a Wallflower. Okay, yeah. He I've was... never seen that. He was in the Princess Protection Program. Oh, he's in Sky High, y'all. Like, oh, wait, that's where that's I know him from. It. That's First of all, we know. I yeah. fucking loved, age. I loved Sky High. <laughs> I loved that movie. Same. Oh, my God. He's Ponytail Derek in Perks of Being a Wallflower. That might be what I know him from. I've seen that movie 80 times. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Nicholas Braun. And he's always playing the same. Same fucking character, yeah. I think. Like, you know, kind of a dweeb, but you like yeah. love him because he's so sweet and nine foot tall goof. Cute. He's kind yeah. of been a lot. I mean, most of it I haven't heard of, but he's been low key's popping, but yeah. like low key. <laughs> but yes, oh my god, he gets a transformation because you know he sees how this family 
is operating and he becomes Tom's bitch. Tom, who like Mm -hmm. literally, you know, wants all the power in the world too, wants the seat as well, or, you know, tries to get Shiv to give him the seat, but Shiv's low key, like I'm getting the seat. You know, Tom's like, oh, here's my chance to make someone my bitch for once. I don't have to be sucking dick for like anyone night right now. Like, you know, let it, let's let's like do a reversal and have <laughs> have Greg suck my dick for once. Right. And so he really kind of abuses Greg like in the beginning. It's it's like stupid. And, but you're you're invested to see how Greg like reacts to everything and how Greg does transform. But like I said, I, I think ultimately Greg stays to being the honest, truthful man that he is. Mm. And because he gets uncomfortable with some of like he had he was supposed to burn that file and Tom gave him that file. And that's why Tom was like also in deep shit about the whole cruise ordeal, because he that was his division and he had access to those complaint files. And he's like, Greg, I'm going to need you to do a favor for me on Thanksgiving Day. I need you to go down to the office and like find this file, burn it. And that's it. No, question, it's fine. And Greg's like, are you sure that's like I'm supposed to do that? Like, are you sure? It's so good, guys. It's yeah, so good. I like that because <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that you mentioned it earlier. And I that yeah, briefly. But that is good. I love that about Greg. Good for him. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just adorable. Such a dweeb the whole time. Big time. And, but he tries. He tries to get act all tough, and you're like, "Oh, baby, yeah, baby." <laughs> so, who's oh, your favorite baby. sibling if you had to choose? Fuck, fuck, fuck. I mean, like Roman is a lot of fun. He is. Yeah. He's really fun. But I, I like Shiv too a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's just hard. I liked Roman. Like for sure, has like you, you can tell like he's a dickhead. But I enjoyed his character at, at least in this episode. I, that's all I've ever seen. But he's a pretty tamed dickhead. I feel like and I have not seen the show, but I would assume that he's a little crazier in other episodes. Oh, he's crazier in the beginning. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, right. For sure. And I did not like, like, I liked him, but I didn't like him. I was like, okay, like, you know, because I was feeling for Kendall. And like, ultimately, like, I hope, you know, the journey continues with with, you know, Kendall starting to gain the reign. So ultimately, of course, I, I, I love him. But I think I think Rowan would be fun because maybe him and Jerry could have like, you know, evolved their relationship since it's so obscure because <laughs> they're so weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. They have like phone sex or something like that equivalent to that. It's it's just funny. Like, he's such a character. And then, I mean, Shiv is just, like I said, really smart and with it. And like, she's just in- really interesting as well. So I would say between those two. Yeah, I might watch this. I I mean, I watch every show, but normally I, I'm pretty, I've been pretty strict on being like, I will watch the show or no, I don't need to. But this is fun. This is like takes you completely out of our fucking reality. I'll tell you that. Because like it's really fun (laughs) watching people just be bajillionaires. And it's like that's not a life I recognize. So I'll watch the show. I know. (laughs) I know. I love it. And I mean, you know, you see a bit of New York. I miss New York. So like I'm there and I'm like, oh, (laughs) I miss this fancy life that I don't have. That's cute, though. Like I would love I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, it's so fun. It takes you out of it. And just literally, it's just so absurd. The family drama and like where it goes and how they treat each other at the end of it all is so absurd and that's what makes it so interesting to watch because you're just seeing the power plays the scheming mm-hmm. and then the people who are truthful like kendall and connor. greg like people oh, greg, greg, greg connor's a just what like i said yeah like, yeah connor doesn't need a spinoff you know no he's, no 
He's no. funny for when he comes in and does something. <laughs> You're Connor like, okay. gives it's it's Logan's birthday in the pilot, and Connor gives him like yeast for to make bread, and he's literally Logan takes it and is like, "I love it." Like, what what the fuck is it? Like, and the, the siblings are around just like <laughs> laughing. He's like, "I just wanted to give you something that you could make something out of." Like, trying to be like nice and helpful. Like, I don't know what he was trying to do, but it just landed so like flat. more sentimental such or joke. something. Yeah. yeah, it was such a joke, and they're like, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah, like you yourself the whole time are trying to decide who yeah. you should really have it. And what the father is fucking thinking? Because I've been cursing like a lot. Oh, is that cool? Oh, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> and that's another thing they say: fuck off the entire time, and I love it. And they're just like, <laughs> yeah, the the whole time you're like, what is the dad thinking? Who is he really gonna go with? And that's just I enjoy like trying to solve things like that when I'm watching something. And I love a good play on words. I love a good, like, you know, strategic attack on the words. So that's someone, if you enjoy nice. that kind of power play, like yeah. word game dynamic, it's, it's really fun. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, Oh, you just nailed it. You just killed it. But you know, you see like Kendall, for example, was really sloppy. Like you just calling someone an asshole and to suck my dick and take this deal. That doesn't always work, you know, like, mm -hmm. and it's interesting to see how like, you know, some people don't give into the Roy family bullshit of no, just suck my dick and take this deal, <laughs> you know, and yeah. it's it's not it's, you know, that's where you're like, guys, we need a we need a different strategy here. Mm -hmm. And how it's interesting how they they start to form those alliances. And like, you know, it's very crude doesn't it's not like a moral compass type show, but it's fun. Yeah. That's why we watch stuff. Of course. <laughs> that's that's the drama there. The tea there. Yeah, I'm excited to to watch this now. Yeah. You say so you're going to watch it? Yeah, I'm going nice. to. Nice. Oh, that's, yes, that's a win I for won. you. Because yeah. she doesn't really... always, she barely ever watches the shows we cover on this. So that I was a big win for you, Carolina. And I usually say I'm going to and then <laughs> yeah. I don't. And Luke, if you're listening, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, Luke. <laughs> Because um, I will never you, watch I don't even know you, but fuck ever. you. Fuck okay. you, Luke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's like our slogan for this show. Yeah, fuck you, Luke. I'm so honored and happy because I think if you haven't seen the show, you need to because it's just too good. It's one of those I think that kind of got like brushed over a little bit, but anyone who's seen it raves about it. Like mm -hmm. there's not someone who's like, mm, yeah, I wasn't sure about it. Like, no one's like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this is the fucking show. Yeah, and I mean, in like, in the beginning, I was texting them, like, is this actually a good show? Because I have no idea what's happening. And then at the end, I was like, yep, I'm watching this show. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need more. Because I tried. So, like, the first half hour, I was like, fuck, I'm not going to be able to talk about this. Like, Kathleen's going to be mad. I'm going to be silent. So, I, <laughs> I paused it, and I, like, looked up, like, season two finale recap. And, and you I, read the first half? Well, I read like the first three sentences and I'm like, no, this is confusing me more because they were using the term killer and I'm like, someone's dying. Like who, oh. what do you mean? Like killer. Yeah. Like, and, like, it was, yeah. and it was basically like the first three sentences were just like, Kendall and Logan's relationship has always been rocky from season one and season two. And like, they never had that like, close like father son bond. And I'm like, who the fuck is Kendall? <laughs> <laughs> So 
I'm like, she's I, got so many tabs yeah, open. I'm she's like, like IMDb. I can't. Yeah, so I'm like, I <laughs> just have to. starting a family diagram. Yeah, like, right. Like, so then I, I finally just like, I exit out of it. And I'm like, let me just finish the episode. And then yeah. like, things obviously started making sense. I did still ask Kathleen if someone was going to die because of the term killer. Like, I was like, is someone getting murdered? Or am I just like being an idiot? And Smart. she was like, no, it's just like, who's going to like take the like. Who's going to take over? No, it, yeah. totally. That's why when Matt was like, yeah, they, they haven't watched the show. And I'm like, ooh, do we really want to do this then? Well, yeah. like, because it, it is, a, it's the whole last episode, as you saw, that first half is just these little jabs at each other. And mm-hmm. you don't know the nuances behind the different relationships. Of course, it's confusing. But if you do watch it, it's fucking hilarious. And you're like, I, it, it just, it's enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, go back and watch it because then that even last scene, like I said, is literally that last fucking moment is everything. And everything honestly, you want. Like, so this is the first time we've ever done like a like a finale episode and I kind of think it's better because like if you think about like pilots like a lot of the time they're like okay like some some shows have like fire pilots but mm-hmm. some are like you're slowly getting into it so you're getting like, into okay, it like I don't know if I'll watch this or not yeah whereas like a finale always has Brings like a heat. fucking crazy ending yeah. where you're like fuck like I want to know what this is so it was like a good thing and when Matt asked us that I was like yeah do it because we're gonna have so many questions and like we'll be able to like talk yeah. even Challenge though we don't accepted. know what's going on yeah. like we're gonna be able to talk about Ugh. it so it works out I love it I love it no I'm so glad and what you bring up is is absolutely true you can really talk about is the arc of everyone you know Mm -hmm. so it totally makes sense why the last season's more fun because you're like oh or episode is like fun because you're like okay there's a trajectory here and this is the resolution we all love a good little solid resolve right Mm -hmm. or do we i someone who can like (laughs) teeter on the like hmm what what just happened here but i mean i think when we get that little yeah. bump we're like oh okay bravo <laughs> we got we got there but i will say they're the first episode still like kicks ass yeah i agree <laughs> i i was fighting to stay up to watch it because i was fucking exhausted and i was like i really want to do this it's a long episode i was like i'll they're watch like it tomorrow morning i'll finish yeah. it tomorrow morning and i and i my work was just fucking nuts today and i only had time to watch the actual episode we were covering so i was like r.i.p second half of that pilot and who knows if i'll ever get to it but but yeah i will i will say i will my last comments are my we haven't talked about it this specific scene so the devastating scene of them on the beach right siobhan and tom and then they come back and tom just goes straight up to logan steals his chicken and it was just like it's crazy but and logan's like fuck are you doing tom and he just eats it puts it down he's like thanks but it's more siobhan's face as she's watching him do it i feel like she was like honestly like into it was like what is he doing like she was so confused but also she's like okay like yeah. what the fuck is going on and i like in the next scene logan goes up to her and is like what the fuck and she's like i don't know i think this pressure is getting to everybody like yeah. what are you doing yeah he was like what the fuck was that <laughs> yeah it was just delivered perfectly from all parties and i was like because it goes from that like devastating scene transitioning straight into a goofy one and i love when shows do that yeah. it's just like really toying yeah. with well, your emotions I think, like doesn't 
doesn't he say like I'm going to talk to Logan? So like you think he's gonna say something like beneficial, About like Jim. yeah, like yeah. something's or, or, or going to down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Himself. Like so, yeah. or like we're getting divorced. Like you think he's gonna like drop some sort of fucking bomb, <laughs> and then he just like eats the chicken and leaves. Yeah. And he's just like exactly like thanks. I also and, like didn't know what he was eating. I was like, is that chicken? I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what. I thought it was actually like a like a puff. Oh, yeah, like me a- too. <laughs> I was like. I was really trying. Yeah, like I thought it was like like um, I was like, thank you for clarifying. He's like a crab rangoon. <laughs> like I thought it was a crab rangoon. So specific. That's like the kind of puff I'm talking sure. about, where it's like pie like on the outside, but like somehow wow, talk dirty to me. I know. Oh. But then he was like my chicken, and I'm like, you're what? That was your crab rangoon. <laughs> Rich people don't eat chicken. They crab eat rangoon crab doesn't rangoon. roll off the tongue like chicken does. Yeah, can you imagine? He's he like, improved it. I just ate your dad's crab rangoon. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. I love that you guys remembered that moment. I, I forgot about that, and it's such a great one. I feel like that's his way of pushing power on them in, in, in his own way. Like, no, like, I'm here. Like, I don't fuck with me, too. Like, kind of like, yeah. I feel like that was his way to retaliate. But he's still chicken shit to like actually do and say anything. Yeah. still. like it's yeah. still Tom. Like he's not actually going to do anything because he's not a killer. Nah, I mean, he teeters, um, but he's not like, again, going right. to. He doesn't. That's that's the best he can do. Like weird flex, but I <laughs> like exactly. Exactly. That's exactly it. Weird flex, but OK. <laughs> that was like Tom's way of showing he's a killer. Yeah, it's like I'll just go up and eat your fucking chicken wing and walk away. That would that would shake me to my core if somebody did that to me. It's a power move. It is a weird one, but it is a weird one, but it is. It's yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah. Nobody be touching my food while I'm eating it. Like <laughs> yeah. French fries. That's Are an you assault. Kidding? Oh my god! Like real quick, <laughs> that shit. is like my biggest fucking pet peeve. Like when you're eating and mm-hmm. like I'm sorry that I got a fucking sandwich with fries and you got a salad. If you start leaning over and like picking mm-hmm. at my fries i'll fucking chop your fingers off i wouldn't get offended if you did that to me i wouldn't do that to you i would say can i have a french fry okay exactly like i would I not ask. just start picking at your plate neither would i but you i would, understand you would like, like can i have some fries and i'd be yeah. like absolutely i literally will feed them to you because i love you so much uh-huh. but, like when, <laughs> when like a random like i fucking hate that i think that's so rude yeah get your dirty ass fingers off my plate unless i say you can uh, okay okay now this is my weird thing like I'm only working under the assumption that I have the fries. Okay. It's like I ne- I always am the one who gets a fucking salad. I don't order fries. Mm. So what if I do? I'm like, please take them or I will eat all of them yeah. type of attitude. So I, But I mean, mm. I guess if someone's just leaning across being like, take them, you're like, all right, bitch. Yeah, you're like, chill. you better stop. I know. <laughs> I need to like do better with like, like sometimes I'll get like a good like, you know there's some like good sandwiches and there's some bad ones like there's like real greasy sandwiches or you could get like Like a a a capri nice you know and they're like look at her cuisine of the world so like then they're like oh it comes with chips is that okay and i cannot say yes i'm like do you have fries oh right like why can't i just you might as well eat fucking french fries because it's all the same if you're having a burger just have the fucking fries you're already having the burger like i'm just like just enjoy yourself that's true you know like i'm just like why can't i ever just take the chips like i don't get me i don't like yeah charge me seven dollars 
dollars more for fucking French fries. No, fries are better than chips, definitively. A hundred percent. They're a big chips are like a big substitute with like wraps, and I'm a big. I mean, you know, I like my wraps. Yeah, me too. And I like they're like chip. Like I actually no. don't mind chips with a wrap because I think that's like I don't know. We don't have to get into this. <laughs> I know. How did we get here? <laughs> well, it's respect. It is a respect thing. That's actually a great point, like a respect thing. So like Tom <laughs> might have been like, this is the way I'll disrespect your fucking dad. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I'll You're fucking right. disrespect his ass real quick. Give me the chicken. <laughs> he didn't eat a fry. He ate a main thing of that plate too. <laughs> like, could you imagine? Ate it. The way he ate it, he just like, nah, 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 like yeah. really delivering in yeah. his face. And you're that's like, why I he... thought it was like a fucking cream puff. He like ate the outside. Yeah. Like was it a boneless wing? <laughs> no. No, it was no. He was eating around the bone. I'm pretty sure he had it. Like I need to rewatch the scene. <laughs> Play the clip back. Play Matt. the clip. Please. Play the no. Matt. It was more of like an uncrustable. Like holy shit, this is really evolving. Logan was eating an uncrustable. <laughs> like the fucking cock ate my uncrustable. But yeah, he ate it like a crazy person, and oh, he God. did. It was it's so, good. I'm so happy so you brought yeah, it up. Yeah, no, it was I a fade forgot for me. about it, and then you said it, and I. I was like, fuck, yeah, that happened. I laughed out loud. Yeah. Because it the, just the transition from that sad moment, I'm typing the I'm typing the fucking quote, and then all of a sudden he does that, and I'm like, what the fuck is and this like man's doing? And like pure eye contact the whole time. Mm. Like that is like really, de- like imagine you oh. having fries and someone's just looking you in the eye. And just be like, You have to be that angry. Like he was that like, yeah. I'm yeah. going to make sure you know what I'm doing. Like I'm not just stealing a piece of chicken or fry. Like I'm looking you in the <laughs> eye. I'm, make, I'm committing the crime. Fuck you. Yep. I'm eating I'm it. I'm hurting you. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm hurting. I love it. I love it. It's like literally I'm hurting you. And, <laughs> and Logan being Logan is like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? He's literally like, what the fuck was that? What is happening? He just snaps his fingers like, chef. That's the constant humor you're getting throughout the whole episode. It's just everyone has their own way of like trying to prove themselves or like obtain like respect or power. They're, they're just doing these little things jabs at each other and it's just hilarious you're just like because it gets so intense like you said and i love that there there's always like that comedic snap where you're like okay you're ridiculous yeah <laughs> it, it is really good this this conversation definitely convinced me to watch it I'll i know when you back. were like i'll i'll revisit the season the the pilot and i don't even know if i'll revisit i'm like well, that was, before, fucking, that oh, was like oh. before i even watched the I was like, series you're totally gonna revisit it don't yeah. lie yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's so low commitment. Two seasons, 10 episodes each. Come on. I mean, that's how you oh, sold me on totally. The Wilds. Like, if The Wilds had like five seasons, I wouldn't have watched it yet. Yeah. I love the dynamic between you two. It's very <laughs> entertaining. No, because you I, guys clearly love and respect each other. I just, Snapchatted it, her that really I was funny. watching it and she was like, oh my God, text me the whole time you're watching. So I was. And like, usually I'll, I, I will back her up and be like, you're right. Like, you couldn't have responded to that. But I wasn't saying anything no, that this was is true. Spoiled. I've been stressed at work. She just wasn't answering, so I just kept talking. Like I'd be like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> she said, "I'm watching the wilds." I said, "Ooh, text live, text me." And she goes, "Why you won't answer?" I said, "I still read them." Like I basically told you, like it hurts, and you were like, "I, I still I- read them." So I'm like, "I'm like, she gets I'm it." I'm eating her chicken. Yeah, you're Every eating time my I chicken. ignore her, I'm fucking I'm stealing like, a fry. I, like I basically like confess that that bothers me, and you're like, "No, it's fine. I still read it." And then for some reason in my head, I was like, "Okay, it's fine." <laughs> like, <laughs> The best thing now is like that you can like react to text. So like when that happens, I'll emphasize what I previously said just so that yes, I can be like, yes, that's the key. 
hello? I do that with my girl chats. I'm like, hello? Yeah. No, I actually am not that needy. But that is a good tool. I am I'm very, not that needy. I'm very fucking needy. Yeah. I do it to Kenny well, all the time. I am too, because if you didn't like, answer you me, I would get annoyed at yeah. you. So what a weird thing. I don't mean it. I love you to death. Yeah. Whatever. I love you so uh, much. Girls, sister. here we are. I know, right? Yeah. Just emphasizing texts and talking about our fries. Yeah. Oh, like it's, it's it always comes death. back to the French fries. It really it? does. Wow. It, it really does. does. Very true. So any last thoughts on succession? <laughs> I think we did good. I really feel you ladies will enjoy it. And if not, you could tell me to fuck off. I wouldn't take it personally, but I truly feel like if my life depended on it, you guys would enjoy it. Before we wrap up, tell us about your podcast. Yeah, pitch that podcast, girl. Oh, yes. <laughs> 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 the Femme Regard podcast, y'all. Hey, Femme Fam. That's how we always start. No, the Femme Fam community, the Femme Regard podcast is for independent filmmakers. We take them on a journey through our production experiences, but more often than not, we bring on various industry entertainment type guests from all different departments. I mean, we had an entertainment lawyer this season to an acting coach to we have always producers, directors, cinematographers coming on. And it's really inspiring to hear their journeys because a lot of them are like now like established and working. And it's so cool to really hear that fresh insight on how they just got to that next step and how they got their film finally out because the industry is ever evolving. And I think when, I mean, I'd love to have some celebs, you know, come on and all of that, but I think it's really important to hear how they just got there, you know? And then we're really big on empowering women in the industry. And so we do highlight a lot of female guests and it's, and talk about like women in film and, and that world. We do some, we spill the tea a lot with our guests on their experiences and how we can do better, you know? And, we certainly have a great response from from our male our male pals in the yes. industry. So no, everyone, it's just a lot of love, and it's it's really. I, I hope it's educational, and if not, like Tess and I are just doing weird accents and being, you know, our fun selves as well. <laughs> so I love that you guys have that dynamic, and like yeah. Tess and I have our our very our our own you know marriage in our own way so it's it's a lot of fun yeah yeah Yeah, i I mean the episode i listened to is great i'm sure like all the different people in the biz that you're interviewing i mean anyone listening who wants to get i mean it's not all about okay this person's a fucking star and we're interviewing the star of this it's like so many different aspects of of the industry and you're touching on all that so it's good to hear it started from the bottom yeah yeah now we exactly a lot of cool pop and independent filmmakers on the gram like everyone starts to like connect with each other so Mm -hmm. our guests too they can start to follow the works and really be inspired and follow everyone's journeys i think that's also become like a goal of ours is for everyone to start to get connected with all these independent filmmakers, you know, because mm-hmm. in a way it's so funny. You're like, oh, like it seems like the community is so big, but then you start to realize, no, everyone does start to kind of know each other, get familiar yeah. with each other's work. And we found out like two of our guests worked with each other. We didn't know till after we recorded, you know, and we're like, oh, shit, <laughs> you were on that project. That's so cool. such a small so, world. Yep. Such a small world. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Everyone go check that out. Go check Femme it out. Podcast. Yes. Femme fan. Yay. And thank you oh, so much. Oh, my God. This much. was so fun. Yeah. yeah this was us. so yes. fun. I love this. We got this a felt like girling topic. out. I was ex- this was like really good. I loved it. Yeah. Matt should be oh, glad that he wasn't able to watch it. Who would have just girl we powered his out. ass? <laughs> 
Well, Carolina, thank you so much yes, for joining. Thank you. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you oh. soon. Yes, keep me posted on everything, girls. Yeah. And we'll, uh, yeah, I'll blast anything out you send my way. So awesome. Yes. Let me know. Perfect. Thank you, girls. Thank See you. Bye. Bye. listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.